Uh, welcome to Tiny Town Library. Thanks for joining us. We're coming to you straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations, and an interview with a local person of interest. Um, welcome back, everybody, to Tiny Town Library. We are recording this just days before Thanksgiving uh, to be sure to catch all the excitement that comes at the beginning of the holiday season. Uh, my name is Bonnie. I'm the director of the Daylin Memorial Library, and with me today with bells on, literally, <laughs> ring your bells. Literally, um, we are here <laughs> and excited to have Joanne, our children's program director. Good morning. Amy, our interlibrary loan specialist. Good morning. And Madison in her festive sweater. I like so it, Madison. Um, she is our producer, of course. So this is exciting. We are kind of blending holidays here. As I look around the library, I see mm. awesome books about Thanksgiving, but in the corner, I see a Christmas tree not yet lit. So that's about where we are. We are heading to Thanksgiving but thinking about Christmas, correct? Correct. Just yep. be patient. All the holidays. So it's okay to wear bells a little early. Get mm -hmm. you I actually wear bells when I go shopping because shopping is hard, right? I don't think it's hard. Uh, but. <laughs> it's sometimes so tiring and sometimes you just need that bell in the background to remind you, mm -hmm. keep it going. Well, it helps the people that yes, it are makes around the magic. you that yes. don't yes. like it. When people are grumpy. Mm -hmm. So bells are a good thing. Wear them, wear them. Um, before we jump into the December events, I just wanted to recap New Hampshire Open Doors. That was the first weekend of November, our artisans in town. And Dan at the General Store, his awesome Thanksgiving wine tasting. Who went to Open Doors? I did. I did. I was out of town. Oh. I was so sad I missed it. Oh I scored a major, a major oh. item at New Hampshire Open Doors. I'm a liar. Yeah, I thought you were talking about wine tasting. Oh. Okay. I did not go. You didn't go to Open Doors? No, I was out really? of town and I was really sad to miss it because I love Open Doors, so sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, let me recap it. Okay. You. They had many, many, many artists. It was full both in the town hall and the fire station mm -hmm. and some new people. So uh, that was interesting to capture who was the young uh, William. Lawrence was right. doing woodworking, mm -hmm. and he was in the same room as Earl, and that he's their mentor. I think that's his it. senior project. Oh, is it? At Sauhegan High School, the seniors do a senior project, and William is doing something with Earl. Nice. Um, with woodworking. Excellent. Well, you could tell he's, you know, got some great stuff. I almost bought the measuring cups with the wooden handles. I was so tempted. So they're special orders, that's why I have to put it on and then uh, lots of jewelry in the town hall so much jewelry so michelle cobb was in there karen mitchell was in there who else was in there michelle was in with karen yes huh. so that was different but um it made you get like a whole lap of you know mm -hmm. awesomeness so um i purchased a beautiful painting from annette and marlika that I'm is so jealous. a mm -hmm. winter scene yes. of the library and um it's beautiful Thank you. I feel like super lucky to have scored mm -hmm. it. Um, she told me she painted it and she brought it in for me to preview and I just said, put sold on that. So uh, we're gonna put that on the mantle at Christmas so everybody can see it. But what it looks like is a, a winter storm has come in and you can't even get in the library. The stairs are completely covered. So <laughs> I, it's secretly a happy day because I would have called in and told you guys to close. <laughs> That's what I'm calling Today. that painting, closed. <laughs> Home reading. So that was fun, but um, they did a really good job and they have beautiful weather. So I think you know people were driving around and dropping in, getting their early Christmas presents. And then Thanksgiving wine tasting, which I did not get to go That's to. That's what, I was I, jumping the yeah, gun. I mm -hmm. ran in early and picked up the wine and did a sneak peek, uh, but I wasn't there for the fun. What happened? It was very fun, Dan, and yeah. Mike set up a second wine tasting station. So it just felt like there was never a line, right. really. Uh, the food was amazing. Uh, Amy and I walked over together after uh, we closed the library. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. drink during work. No, nope. we don't. <laughs> we never drink during work. Except if it's tea, which is I'm having right now. Um, but it was really fun. The food was good. It's always fun to see yes. everybody and to get your bottles of wine. Did you know that on wine tasting, if you buy three bottles of wine, you get a 10% discount on the whole lot. I got 10% off because I bought three. I bought four. They, they pushed one extra bottle on me. Well, <laughs> maybe they thought you, you looked like you needed it. Yeah, they're like, you're not, you're not going to get the Prosecco? I'm like, of course I'm getting the Prosecco. <laughs> How could I forget the Prosecco? <laughs> so I, what I do, I don't know about you guys, but there are certain things that I only buy at the general store because I'm so happy that they're there. Yeah. They make our town better. And for instance, I only buy my wine 
at the general store. Good rule of thumb. And it helps when you're at the grocery store, you're not tacking on another whack of money for wine. Right. It just it makes it feel like your grocery bill's less, and then you don't even care if all you're doing is stopping in for a bottle of wine or two at the general store. Frequent flyer. There you go. <laughs> Excellent tip. Yeah, well, I love the wine tasting because I'm not very much of a wine drinker, so mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity for me to be educated about right. different kinds of wine uh-huh. and what different tastes are. And then I always buy, I buy a bottle for me that I like, and I always buy a bottle to give as a gift. So that's my like wine tasting rule. Excellent. I like that. you got to go for that third bottle get that 10%. I've I done, know. I've done that before. I didn't do that. I didn't do that this time, but I have done that before. Excellent. All right, we're going to roll. Thanks for the recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to roll into December happenings because so much is happening. We don't want you to miss a thing. Uh, I'm going to open with a plug for Garden and Beautification Committee. They are in charge of decorating um, down Main Street uh, for the holiday season, and it's coming quick, quick. So on December 1st, they are gathering as a committee uh, to make wreaths and garlands to hang around town. So if you notice two beautiful wreaths on town, Hall and the fire station and the police station and the library and the uh, know that that's the committee. Yeah, they do do the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, if the gates are closed, hopefully it'll be one big wreath, but if the gates are open, they'll do two. And I did hear a rumor that they're going with tree lighting theme, which is a Williamsburg theme, so we might see fruit and nuts, and they're all wait. going to be handmade. Um, Penny Dixon is going to open her heated barn, thank goodness. Very um, nice. Yeah, so we can lay out all the greens and not make a mess here at the library or make a mess of the um, fire station. And that committee's going to pull those together. So if you notice them, take a special look. Thank them for the beautifying of town. And you can join. They're always up for new members. So get a hold of Jeff's Pomeroy and jump in for next year. Uh, December 6th, we have tree lighting. And I know Amy didn't want to be our... Our interview this month, but surely we could have interviewed you for a whole 20 minutes about this event. Um, I did look up the history of tree lighting because I don't know why I thought it was a New England tradition, but it's actually not. It started in New York City in, I believe they said, 1912, and um, then... People started picking it up, so New England caught on in, like, 1915. I enjoyed reading that article. Yeah, it was very interesting. So, you know, New York City, good job. Mm -hmm. And now we do it. So give us a little sneak peek. What's the theme? What's the date? Tree lighting. Tree lighting, like you said, Friday, December 6th. Uh, The the fire department is actually starting their chili cook-off at 5.30, which is a half an hour earlier than the rest of the town events, which start at 6.00. Which I think I think it's a great idea because it gives people time to come and enjoy the chili and vote for who they what chili they like best, and then they can check out the raffle uh, that the fire department is also having, and then they still have plenty of time to have the kids do the crafts and visit with Santa and check out the town museum and mingle with friends and eat cookies and cocoa and so it's it's good I like that they're starting to have are they gonna um. Pull the truck out like pancake breakfast and have it all set up with tables. I don't. Or are you know gonna that, walk around actually. with? A... I don't know. Okay. Um, sorry, I don't know that. I don't remember what they so, did last year. Yeah. I went in and did either. the tasting, but it was like little cups. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't so much that you had to like sit. But if they're really mm-hmm. serving dinner and you have like four kids, that that, that that's the only reason I asked. Right. Are kids walking know. around with chili? That's a good question. All right. Well, we'll find that yeah. out. It'll, It'll be a Christmas surprise. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start with chili, and then we're yep. going to roll over to town hall. What, yep. are we, what can we get? Um, well, the, the kids' crafts are at the fire station, so there's two crafts there for kids I saw to do. pictures of them. Yep. They're and cute. The, the countdown started today. We're at 10 days until tree lighting. Is that so it? 10 days. Awesome. Yeah, 10 days to go. So after you have your chili and uh, do the raffle and make the crafts, you can head over to town hall. There's going to be cookies and cocoa. We have the uh, commemorative ornament. We'll have all those hanging on the tree. Okay, you're not you're not bragging about this enough. The commemorative Amy doesn't brag. No. Do you want it to be a surprise? Um, no, I, I am planning on sharing a photo of it on on one of our you know future Facebook posts. So it's gonna be can awesome. See it. Right? It is gonna be awesome. They're made of brass and they've been lasered, laser etched, um, and it's a beautiful image of the tree and the town hall, and then it has the the date on the back. And how many are there? So 100. 100. Or there and might be just shy of 100. And your so, husband is yes. making And my husband, Jake, 
is making He has them. all the technology, which is yep. wonderful. And yep. it's one per family. One per family. Get in there. Mary yep. Catherine is the ornament Nazi this Don't year. Don't right? even <laughs> try to get two. Don't yep. try and take two. It doesn't matter if you have two of everything in your house. You only get one. You only get one. Everybody gets one. So there'll be enough for everybody. Gorgeous. Yes. They'll be very nice. Lovely. So yep. go early. Don't be late. Right. Or it'll be so sad. A hundred ornaments. Will Don't be try to get in early to get your ornament. Oh, no. Though. That's, That's cheating. Enough. Right. That's cheating. No cheating. Okay. All right, and you've got enough bakers for cookies? We probably could use a few more. Mm-hmm. We're still kind of rallying the troops from the volunteer Calling perspective. So <laughs> yeah, if you've got a favorite cookie recipe, we'd be happy to have you bake some to share with our community. Where yeah. do you put the cookies when you've made them? You can bring them to the town hall on Friday morning. Um, or if you need to make Date, please. Uh, Friday, December 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need to make other special arrangements, you could reach me here at the library. Is it okay to bring them on a rifle? Like, oh, I just got here. That's fine too. Okay. Yeah. I know you can't say no to cookies. Put them right. on a pretty plate, please. <laughs> we won't. We won't turn cookies away. Excellent. Um, do you want to talk about the theme? The theme is a colonial Christmas. Mm. So you may have seen the posters up around town. There's a Gorgeous. couple posters and flyers, so it kind of goes with with that. So a lot of um, natural decorations. So I've been stringing popcorn and cranberries and dried oranges, and there'll be greens and some other arrangements, kind of with you know what fruit. I love? That they just redid Town Hall. So like right. the floors are a beautiful dark mm-hmm. it lends red. It's going to look very so The walls good are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's it looks like, very nice. Finally, you so should have an easy time theme. decorating. Mm-hmm. It could be a theme every year. Just stick with Colonial Christmas. Does your house smell nice from those oranges? It does. Yes. Yes. Okay. Nice. All the surprises. And is Santa coming? Santa is coming. He'll be upstairs in the town hall, uh, in the museum, in the town hall. Um, so if anybody wants to visit with Santa, they can go up the stairs and see him. And then, of course, he'll also be um, at breakfast with Santa the following day. So that's kind of the... Where is he sleeping? I don't know. Oh, that's our running Joanne, joke. Joanne, is Santa sleeping at your house? No. <laughs> Where Absolutely is not. Where Santa, is Santa sleeping over? I am going to guess Santa. at Joanne's house. It's the most magical house in town. That is how rumors <laughs> get started. <laughs> You're good friends. Yes. Just like the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Easter Bunny, they all visit you. That would be funny. That would be. we got to get a picture of him in bed at your house. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay, other questions about tree lighting? I have so many. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. So there's always the drama of the tree. Yes. And I saw, this is like a super amazing score that you guys got. I'm the so two, excited. The two tree management gurus in town yes. got together. They did. And solved the, temporarily, solved the problem of the giant tree outside right. town hall. Do you want to tell that it story? It was fantastic. This so, is a Christmas miracle. Yes. Heather Kennedy, who is the rec director, she worked really hard to corral the two of them and get them to both agree. So it, Todd Wilkins yeah, and Ray Todd, Lyons. Todd Wilkins and Ray Lyons. Who are in the tree business. Yeah, yeah. So they both brought their bucket trucks, and one of them was managing one side of the tree, and one was managing the other, and they just passed the uh, strings of lights back and forth, and they went around. So the lights are around instead of up and down. And the new lights are LED, which is Earl's, like, goal in life. Earl's very excited about the LED But he's making them seem not like LED. Right. He knows some magical, electrical something so that they don't... Some people can notice that LEDs kind of have this pulsing, flashing I notice it, and it drives me bananas. And he knows some bypassed so that they don't do that. So they are just continuously glowing. And he brings the warmth in. Yep. So and they're 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 uh, much less uh, of an electrical draw, so it's much safer, which is also a good. That was thing. always an issue. Multiple so, extension right, cords right. running crazily across mm-hmm. the lawn to different parts of right. the building. Which is why we had to have the tree looking like a rocket ship for a few years because of the um, electricity. The draw was so. It was just heavy. that the they tree. just said we had to do it, and I'm so. So happy yeah. that you figured it out, Kudos Annie. Kudos to yeah. all of you who figured it so out. So Heather worked really hard. She bought. Yeah. She Good went job, down, Heather. Bought all the new, um, the new lights, and they're really good. So it, it's it's going to look really good. It's yeah. exciting. So a ten and eight, some six five four three two one. The lights are going to go on. Yeah. Everyone's going to cheer. Congratulations. 
and good, good job for stepping up. I, I, it's a huge job that nobody even knows. They just think you're right. like decorating a tree, and it's not. It's so much more than that. So thank you, because it's a tradition mm. since 1912, apparently, that <laughs> we want to keep going. So good luck, and we'll see you on thank tree lighting. Thank you. Lady. You bet. Um, less than 12 hours after your event, get off because you got to go get coffee and go see breakfast with Santa. The PTA is hosting on December 7th from 8 in the morning until 11 at the Village School. If you don't know where that is, it's down Cemetery Road at the end. The Mont Vernon Village School NPR Santa is coming. And uh, they're doing $10 at the door per family. So if you got 10 people in your family, good. If you got one person, it's still $10. <laughs> Just pay your $10 because that covers um, an awesome craft. They're making a snow globe. So curious. I love snow globes. Everybody does. So that sounds nice. She said that's the number one craft that they're doing. So there might be more, Sweet. but she wanted to plug that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I did talk with Jess Hinckley. She's in charge, and they are doing the cookie walk. Fun. So lots of people will be baking cookies yeah. in that 24 yeah. hours. So you go down the cookie walk, you get a pretty generous box. It probably holds a pound of cookies, and that's an additional charge. Of, I think they're charging $10. But you walk away with a beautiful selection of cookies that you didn't have to make. So if you're going to a party that night, take them with you. You can get your picture taken with Santa, and then this is awesome. Kelly Merrifield of Kelly Merrifield Design sets up a huge display of arrangements and wreaths and all kinds of um, natural, what do you call those, like holiday centerpieces Mm -hmm. and everything you need to deck deck the halls is what she's calling it. And um, she'll be there. So I got my wreath there last year. I scored it super early. I told her, put sold on that sucker. It was a huge wreath, and it was $40, and it was completely decorated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could not nice. have made that for $40. So I'm hoping she's happy to go. Mm-hmm. And then they are also having the book fair during what? Breakfast with Sam. Yeah. Oh, I think they did that yeah. last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can, while the kids are busy making That's snow That's a good clothes, idea. It right. is. Um, buy all your children's books. And it's, I don't think it's buy one, get one free. That'll be a surprise if it is. Um, I think they only are able to do that once a year. In the spring, mm-hmm. right. So uh, a great chance to support the PTA two ways uh, with the Scholastic Book Fair and Breakfast with Santa. And um, I asked what breakfast was, and the one thing I, that I heard was that the Victorian baker on Main Street, the purple Victorian house, she's making pastries. So Ooh, Susan Higgins, yes. she's wonderful. Outstanding baker. So even if you just got coffee and a croissant, that sounds like 10 bucks worth. So mm-hmm. head on over there. Any other questions about breakfast with Santa? Um, oh, that's right. Talk about the tree. Tree. So they PTA does a charity tree, and um, they will go around and ask different organizations in town if they would like to decorate a tree to donate. I don't know what other. I heard there's eight trees this year. Wow, okay. that's a lot of trees. We're wow. a tree. We're, We're a tree. We are doing a tree again. We love doing this, and our tree theme this year is um yep based on a book pick a pine tree and i can talk about the book a little bit later because it's one of my favorites but it's a beautiful book there'll be ornaments in it the whole library staff is working on it the younger girls especially working on it it's beautiful you're going to love it so you get the whole you don't get the tree you get all the ornaments is Mm -hmm. that correct Mm -hmm. Um, and so we'll have ours in a delightful box that can be taken away mm-hmm. and easily. And you get the book that we're basically And you get the book. Tree. We always do a book because we're a library. It's true. Mm-hmm. So look for the library tree at the PTA. Pick Festival a pine tree. tree. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it's a raffle situation. It's mm-hmm. not. Yes. We're not going to make okay. people like fight for the tree. Just no, it's a raffle. Take it in, it's like a good draw. Um, but they're very pretty every year. Oh, yeah, DPW last year. Ah. I heard the value of that tree was upwards of $400. Rumor, rumor, but they loaded wow. it. Wow. They, they did. loaded it. So, and it was huge. Mm-hmm. So, ours is a little more <laughs> library practical. But oh, but it's beautiful. Priceless. Library beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the library, what we're doing okay. in December. Um, our theme this year is based off last year's charity tree that mm-hmm. we did for PTA. Uh, we decorated that tree in a 12 days of Christmas theme. Mm-hmm. And Sue Reese won our tree. And she was so kind at the end of the season, she collected all the handmade ornaments that we made for that charity tree and gave them back to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are able to uh, do our own tree here this year in that same theme. But we're starting with perfect ornaments, and then we can build off of that. So uh, we're excited because we are we want to build that momentum into the holiday, you know, Christmas, um, the 25th. So we're starting on the 12th. 
mm-hmm. with um, an activity a day. And I'm going to let Joanne talk about that. Um, but please do stop by anytime during the month of December because mm-hmm. we are going to really deck the halls and make it special in here. We always have coffee. We love it when people stop in. We generally have cookies and candy at the desk. Mm-hmm. But uh, come on in for, for all the books and holiday movies. They only come out of storage this time of year. So come pick your favorites. Um, I will let Joanne talk about the children's program, but real quick, we are going to do um, a gingerbread house decorating night for the last adult craft night. I have uh, 12 houses that are all assembled, and you get to do the fun part, just separate them. That is the fun part. Mm-hmm. It is the fun part. So um, I wrote 10 lucky crafters, but I think we might we might be able to fit 12 in here. So uh, for $25, you're going to get the house and all the candy, and the fro- we're going to make frosting here. I'm going to teach you how to pipe, and it's going to be a great time. I'll be posting that tomorrow. Ooh. So um, quick, quick. And I am doing it on Facebook, because last month I did not do it on Facebook, and we got a whole variety of people who aren't on Facebook. So Did you find a lot of new people, different, a different crowd or not um, really? I, I stopped in. It's still the same people. Same they people. just found it a different, different place. Mm-hmm. So they found it through the MV flyer and on the website instead of as a Facebook event. So, but I think this one deserves um, a quick shout out and it'll mm-hmm. fill up pretty quick. And Coffee and Books will be doing every Tuesday through the month of December as normal. Uh, but we're adding in Christmas cookies. The friends of the library met last night, and they're like, sure, we'll make Christmas cookies. So who knows? People's favorites might be mm-hmm. coming in. So 12 days of Christmas for the children, Joanne. What are they doing? Oh, we are going to have so much fun. So we'll start out with a beautiful mailbox under the tree. You're going to love it. Stop in, and if you write a letter to Santa Claus and mail it from our mailbox, Santa We'll write you back. Because it goes directly to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... Don't waste your time at the post office. That's slow. Eh, Everyone knows that. If it's you, slow. If you <laughs> want to know that Santa really knows your child, you drop off your letter here. Correct. And uh, Santa will write back. So we have a beautiful mailbox. You'll want to see it. That'll be our kickoff to the 12 days of Christmas. Should they bring the letter already written, or can they write it here? They can write it here. We'll have stationery. Or write it yourself. Um, at home and bring it. It's your choice. Santa doesn't care. He knows at all. So um, bring it in, drop it off, and expect a letter from Santa back. It'll be super fun. Then the next day... I'm only asking for one thing. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) You can only imagine. Don't say. Yeah, I'm going to put in the letter. Okay. He gets me what I want. Okay. I I think you've been very good this year, Bonnie. So, okay, good. Don't... I, I have confidence. So um, we'll have that, and then the next day we're having our holiday movie. We'll, movies. We'll be showing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. Please come in your favorite pajamas. Uh, we'll have a little snack. Standing room only. We had 25 yeah. kids last year. Yeah. I love, you know what I love? 25 boots at the front door. It's I so love cute. that, too. It's so cute. I love that, too. <laughs> uh, parents, you can stay if you want or drop them off. I don't care as long as they can... Sit for a movie and won't be afraid of the abominable snow monster. Yeah, he's a bumble and he might be scary. So look away, look away. Okay, so that's that. And then after the movie, um, we will be having a different uh, ornament for your child to make every single day um, to fill out the rest of the twelve days of Christmas. We'll have the a little tree here with all the ornaments that they'll be making throughout the week, and it's a make and take. So somebody will be here to sort of help you if you get stuck, but it's a self-guided... So it's dropped in. You can come anywhere. Yeah. It's a self-guided um, craft of fun. I like that because um, sometimes you're out shopping and you're like at Target and you're in line, you're running late. You don't want to yep. be like, the ornament class is at four. We have to go. Right. No, because I'm not always in. here. I'm mostly here, but I'm not always here. But Madison is here and Sophia is here and Amy's here and Bonnie's here. Um, so somebody could help. Your child, if they need it, but they're simple, uh, fun, nostalgic crafts, and they're beautiful additions to your tree. Excellent. So Thank please you. join us. All right, good. Amy, the adult book clubs in December. December is kind of like the end of the season for book clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what they're reading? The adult, the Monday morning uh, adult book club <clears throat> will meet December second, and they're going to be discussing Skipping Christmas by John Grisham. And then 
they are not getting a new book handed out because their January meeting traditionally is always a planning meeting where they discuss what they want to read for the year. That's why you want to jump in. So that's that's a good one to jump in Mm -hmm. on them. Um, And then the Just the Classics book club will be discussing Silas Marner on December 19th, which is a Thursday. And then we will be handing out a book. We're going to be reading uh, The Great Gatsby in January. That would be the January book. And we are actually... All dressed um, as flappers. Yeah. Uh, the consensus at our last meeting was everyone preferred to do the planning in December rather than wait until January because a couple of people won't be here in January. So we're going to actually do our planning for 2020 uh, at the December 19th meeting. And I oh. know there was some discussion like what what defines a classic. and So do people right. really have to come in and be like firm that it's a classic or is your group pretty open to it? anything we're we're very open it's it's pretty flexible we were kind of joking that well it's the the classics are the books that you talked about in your high school or college classes but it doesn't have to be that pretty much whatever books people bring up as suggestions as long as everyone's okay with reading it if we consider that a cl- if it falls under a classic mm-hmm. as far as we're concerned we'll read it excellent so, yeah. and i know the morning book club they alternate between fiction and nonfiction. right and there's so many good choices this year. So yes. um, they try and pick a book that's six months or older so that you are easily able to get 15 copies of it through interlibrary loan because that's kind of the rule. So um, that leads us into the next conversation, which is the best books of 2019. Yes. So they should be pulling up these lists because um, Goodreads, the New York Times, Amazon, all this week I noticed they're writing best of 2019 and I feel bad for the books that are just being published in December right. I, I guess the editors do get the previews yeah they do um right because pretty much you know everything is out in November that's coming out for the Christmas season mm-hmm. for sale um but I have to say looking at the I went in and voted for Goodreads so you go in and they give you three choices for every category so like non-fiction what what did you think your best was and and thriller mm-hmm. and romance every category and so many of your recommendations, Amy, were in there just from Yay. these four podcasts. <laughs> Amy, you are a rock star. Oh, rock star. So like Nickel Boys. I mean, I will be surprised if your choices aren't the winners because um, as Ninth House, which just came out, which yeah. you talked yeah. about early that you were highly anticipating was on the list. It Nickel was a great Boys book. was on the list. Um uh, three women was on the list that was one of mine yep. and i just felt like yay we're doing our job we are we are predicting the best of and it wasn't most sold um goodreads is true right. readers are going in and voting so that's the list i kind of am more interested in seeing i have to say the new york times list you and i looked at it really, really surprised you're yes. like i'm like yes. wow are we missing the mark on you know high lit or like like what are these books so i'm gonna do a little more investigating yeah i was very it's not surprised. too late to pick them up i just mm-hmm. i hardly recognized any of them and then amazon i think theirs was driven by sales so right. like really popular books that we all um kind of saw but you know i don't know if they were the best but they sold a lot right so, uh, lots of different criteria out there and then of, co- of course um like Vogue did a list, and everybody's doing a list. Time, yeah. Time. Yeah, the Time's mm-hmm. list was really pretty accurate, I thought. I don't know where they get their data mm-hmm. from. but uh, these Have you seen NPR's list yet? Not yet, so um, that's another like thing. That one too. I like to plug that in January, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you missed all these, make sure that we have them. So we'll we'll keep looking to them. But I, I, will have, I have to say that my best of 2019 is still Three Women. Wow. Like, I still love it. And I'm right now finishing up She Said. That's my close second. I cannot stay in my car long enough <laughs> to hear that that's the Harvey Weinstein story mm-hmm. of the New York oh. Times. It's so good, you guys. You have to. Like, I am, I wasn't really interested in the, you know, like, details of the Harvey Weinstein story, right? Like I thought it might sicken me and I just couldn't get through it. But the whole book is about journalism Mm -hmm. and the ethics of journalism, which is like such a topic right now and how they researched this particular, you know, situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But the women, like just all about how you get a story, how you source a story and it's told in their voices. So they're going through, so many people are involved too. Like, it's a little bit of New York City politicians mixed with a little bit of L.A. movie. Mm-hmm. If there's celebrities, everything. This book has it all. I, I just, it's one of those books that will keep you up at night. And I did it on audio because I just didn't have time in the last two weeks and I wanted to oh, get yeah. it in before the end of the year. 
And um, I probably spent seven hours this weekend just listening to it. I'm almost done, but I highly recommend She Said. It's it's pretty, it's alarming, you know, and with what's happening in the news right now and trusting the news um, and where are their sources and how they, mm-hmm. you know, how things get published or don't get published. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've pulled everything. Giuliani's mentioned in this book. Um, Epstein's mentioned. Clinton's are mentioned. Like, this investigation goes so deep. So uh, these two, I don't know how they got people to talk, but um, the story's all over there. So that's my best of for 2019. Awesome. Both those, you know, I'm a big nonfiction reader. I can't mm-hmm. even talk about fiction <laughs> <laughs> because Amy's got that corner. Mm-hmm. But those are my two best ofs for 2019. Awesome. Put them on your list. Okay. How about you, Amy? So I, I think everybody knows I read a lot. I tried to will down the list. I couldn't do a top three. I couldn't do a top five. So oh I had six. Um, the Last Romantics, which mm. is by Tara Conklin, that came out really early, early in the year. Loved that. Knew right when I read it that I was going to be in my top for the year. Ask Again, Yes, which came out in the spring. Um, loved that. Uh, the Night Tiger, which that I listened to as an audiobook through Overdrive. That was a really, really interesting kind of magical story. Um, the Nickel Boys, as you mentioned, just I love that book. The ending. It was that, oh, the, the ending, ending. The ending. The last page. The last paragraph. It's not a oh big book. Oh my too. gosh! You yeah. Get that in. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, the Dutch House by Ann Patchett and The Ninth House, which we also just mentioned, The Bardugo, which turns out is the first book in a series. So got to the end of the book and went, oh no, I don't know the ending because it's not done yet. Mm. So first book in a series, so we'll see. We should just tell you that right in the first chapter. Hopefully next year. <laughs> then everyone would wait. <laughs> right. Yeah. So fingers crossed that, that Lee is frantically writing and working on book two right now. How about you, Joanne? Best of 2019. Well, as I think everyone knows, I don't read as much as Amy, but... I do listen to Amy's <laughs> recommendations. And I read um, and really liked Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson, okay. I believe. And um, if you remember, Amy was telling us it's about the children that spontaneously catch fire, <laughs> which sounds a little bit like me. And um, I really liked it. It was funny and it was also, you know, a little bit sad. And um, it, it kept me turning the pages from the beginning. And that's what I need sometimes because yeah. I'm tired. So <laughs> it was great. Children's books. I know. So I um it was it was really really good. So well, you and I loved City of Girls too. Like well, I loved it, but I felt embarrassed because I keep talking about it. It took me a long time to read it, but I Someone really loved it. I did love it, it more than the Nothing to See Her. It was just yeah. oh, it was like watching a movie in my head the whole time. It was really good. I agree. I had that in my top three, so mm-hmm. if I had to pick a fiction, I would re- I would reread that one. Wow. I would reread it. Yeah, it was great. All right, good. All right. Um, as before our interview comes, we have a couple of minutes to talk about holiday reads and gift books. Um, I put this in here because I am encouraging people to start at the bookstore for your holiday shopping. I always do this. I run around and get what's on people's list. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I go to the bookstore and I see so many my amazing gifts I could have gotten for people mm-hmm. um, instead of like going to the mall and going mm-hmm. to uh, Because in a bookstore, there's something for everybody. You just have to know like maybe their hobby or mm-hmm. they don't even have to be a reader. Like I hope my daughter's not listening, but mm-hmm. she's really into houseplants. And um, so, like, I found this amazing guidebook about houseplants, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a hobby instead of a book book. Mm-hmm. And um, there's journals and calendars and just, like, so much inspiration in a bookstore. So mm-hmm. I am encouraging our readers. Um, I know you got to go do what you got to do for what people want. But treat yourself. Stop at a bookstore. Get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Wander. You will find amazing gifts for people, usually under $20. Mm-hmm. So, And it's like the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. I love it. I always, um, I don't always start at the bookstore, mm-hmm. but I do have the, the bookstore is high on my list for Christmas. I start at the antique store. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I think I'll, my mother is here for the holiday season and and she doesn't have any of her shopping done oh no and I don't either so we're going to Peterborough very soon and we'll sounds like torture and I know (laughs) and we'll go so we'll spend a good long time at Toadstool and then of course we'll go to Bowerbird and um, I get the majority of my Christmas shopping done at the between a bookstore and antiquing and super local Mm -hmm. thank you for that Mm -hmm. yeah and then I have to do you know a little bit of the like like what you said the, the demands Demands of the youth. The demands of the youth. Um, AirPods, whatever. 
Whatever. <laughs> I know, you helped me out on that. I'm like, do I have to? Oh, shut Santa. Santa. Don't tell Santa's me. coming. Never mind. <laughs> How about you, Amy? We'll never speak of that. Shopping. Um, Holly. Books. I do like to give books. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe don't do it as much as I could or should, ironically. <laughs> well, then take our advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into exactly. Yes. Um, you could be done in one run. A too. shopping trip to Peterborough. It's very lovely. exciting. Mm-hmm. Or Concord, too. That Gibson's yeah. is really oh, fun, too. Oh, Gibson's and Concord. Good experience great to go there. Store. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of events there, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Very nice. Um, I'm going to quickly touch on your favorite Christmas books. We'll, we'll do a round table. Amy, do you have a favorite holiday book or movie that you just have to have or it's not Christmas? I find that we read The Polar Express. A lot that's Do like you? a yep yep my more so than um twas the night before christmas that was kind of for whatever reason my kids latched they still onto hear that. the bell of course of course yeah, yeah. of course so I, do. Yeah, I can hear it right now <laughs> and then another book that i i brought it i brought along so that i could show you um mm-hmm. not that anyone that's listening can see it i thought it was going to be golden santa. size you know like um oh like i thought it was a little book. square but it's a big picture book so this is santa mouse by michael brown and this was my mother-in-law gave this to one of my children about 10 years ago darling and it's a super charming story about this little mouse that sees santa giving everyone else presents and santa doesn't get a present and so the little mouse gives santa some of his cheese <laughs> and then santa is so pleased and happy that he gives the little mouse a little santa suit and that's this mouse on the cover is wearing the little Santa suit. Looks like 1970s. So then it, probably. Yeah. It Cute. has that kind of vintage sort of look. So, yep. Santa I mean, you mouse. weren't even born, so. Santa's upper. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the one other book that I brought along um, is Letters from Father Christmas by Tolkien. And this, the edition that I have, which was published by Houghton Mifflin, it actually has um, envelopes and letters that you can take out. Mm-hmm. So as you're looking at the book, you open the little flap of the envelope and you take the letter out. And it's it's a series of letters that Tolkien wrote uh, for his children um, from Santa. And they're mm-hmm. illustrated and it's just, it's a beautiful, charming um, book. Lovely. So, yeah. Love that. And then I, I also really quickly put together just a list of a couple other sort of holiday-ish books. Um there were two cookbooks that I wanted to mention. Um, Mary Englebright's Cookies Cookbook, mm-hmm. which has my most favorite uh, brownie recipe in it every, ev- that I make every year at Thanksgiving. And a book called Cookies for Christmas by Jennifer Darling, which is another just really awesome, a great collection of a really wide variety of Christmas cookies. And it's even got a couple gingerbread house patterns in the back of it. Um, so those are two great awesome. I books. wish my name was Jennifer Darling. That is a really lovely <laughs> name. You can and just call perfect. me Mrs. Darling and from no one. And your next one. <laughs> All right, how about you, Joanne? Favorite Christmas books? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, so The Pick a Pine Tree is my new favorite. You showed it to me last, just last year. I bought and it forever. I love it. I love it. Um, I love to read it. It's so lyrical. It's just um, it's just like a song. Um, it's lovely. And I also really like The Bird and Santa's Beard by Jeffrey Seltzer. Um, my sister gave it to my children when they were little. And um, I just like the idea of it so much. It's about this little bird doesn't um, get his act together or her act together to fly um, south in time. And Santa finds her and puts him, puts her in the in his beard just to warm himself, warm, warm up the birdie. But surprise, the bird builds a nest. And then egg and now Santa is indisposed. Uh oh. Oh no. So it is the story of why you see so many fake Santas everywhere Uh because I don't know about you but it's a fake Santa is not fooling anybody. (laughs) Right? So (laughs) so it's a whole story about why um, this tradition happened that he really needed help that year. Mm. He could not leave the North Pole that one year and all of his friends that helped him what a loved book it to explain yes. while you're walking through the mall. Be like, oh yeah, you know, because of the nest, he can't be. Here. He well, <laughs> so anyway, the the people liked it so much. They asked Santa if they could continue that tradition, and why not? Why not? So, um, the bird in Santa's beard. It's um, it's a very good book. So that that's that's the books and my movies. I have the two favorite movies. As we 
Must watch Elf. I, I think it might be my favorite all-time movie. Excellent. I love it. So we've already seen it one time. Christmas I just laugh and laugh. And um, and then also White Christmas. I have to see that mm. to make it it's Christmas. Christmas without it. I don't think my family really wants to see it every year. <laughs> Too bad. But um, my husband, God love him, will will watch it with me every year. And yeah. I kind of he probably wishes I would find another outlet. So maybe we should all do that. I love White Christmas. Remember you you posted yeah. like it's going to be here. showing Let's do a somewhere. Pop-up movie night. Okay. All right. And then I don't have to torture him. That's right, exactly. My, my kids have just like, I'm out. I've seen this a hundred times. Yeah, so. get out your red velvet so, yeah. dress and we'll, we'll watch it here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. All right. Are you ready for mine? Yep, I'm ready. Um, all right. I do always pick one children's book and give it to everybody every year because mm-hmm. uh, I have lots of nieces and nephews who have children, so it's a great joy for me. But I try and make sure that everybody has the Jolly Christmas Postman. This is not just a Christmas book. It is an activity book. Every page, if you're, I only give it to the right people. But uh-huh. You have to have patience because every page there's an activity you have to do. Like, I'm going to pull this page. I think it's a puzzle. No, it's a game. There's a game. There's a puzzle. Cute. And the story is about all um, fairy tale characters going around and giving Christmas cards. So, like, Little Red Riding Hood gives a Christmas card to the big bad wolf. Right, mm-hmm. and it's all. Does he eat her? He doesn't because it's Christmas. Oh, good! I'm <laughs> so, glad. And there's a little pop-out board game that requires you to have a penny. Oh my gosh! Um, oh, I love it. And that's what I mean. The right people know what to do mm. with something like this. They pull it out and they play the game. And the rules are super simple. And um, then you move on to the next page. I mean, this book could take you ten days to finish if you do it right, because every page is something different and sweet. And at the end, oh my gosh, there's. A the periscope. I pull it out and show you. You look down the hole oh. and you oh. see the I whole, see it. The whole scene oh, of the book. That is really cool. Like, so wow. it's a piece of art and an activity book. It's called The Jolly Postman. The Jolly Christmas Postman is by Jeanette and Alan Alberg, which are awesome illustrators. They're a husband and wife team. So get that if you see it. And sometimes it's wrapped in plastic because they don't want you to pull all the wreck pieces it. out of it. They don't want you to wreck it. But trust me, it's good. And then um, my mother made us read, not made us, <laughs> we got to read on Christmas Eve, Eloise at Christmas time, <laughs> instead of Twas the Night Before Christmas. And this lasts much longer than Twas the Night Before Christmas. And it's a story of a little girl um, who lives at the Plaza Hotel with her nanny and her little animals. And she's spoiled, spoiled rotten. She lives in the, she's six years old, and she lives in the penthouse at the top of the Plaza mm-hmm. Hotel. And her mother calls in, but nanny takes care of her. And it's all about her running around, because you can imagine if you live at the hotel, all the people that take care of you. She gives presents to the doorman, and, and she goes to the lobby for the Christmas parties, and she's always oh, re- that's nice. uh, wreaking havoc. And there's a map of the um, uh, the hotel where she runs around, and she like knocks on everybody's door, and she um, uh, goes up and down the elevators. She holds the elevators, and she's really, really naughty. But in the end, she gives everybody at the hotel a present, and she says goodnight. And her nanny is her mostly companion, and it's a fantasy that she lives in. And her poor mother in Hawaii, who just calls in, but nanny gets to have all the fun with her. So Eloise at Christmas time—that's a must for me. And then my favorite movie—I play it. If this is on at my house, I am definitely decorating the Christmas tree. Mm. My family does not like this movie; they think it's depressing. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's the Family Stone, and it is a perfect family Christmas drama. I sob at. <laughs> Every year. It is a little depressing, but it's just a really good story about um, maybe a slightly dysfunctional family during Christmas time. And that sounds like my family. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I love it. But it's not Christmas until the... And I I put it on right away when I do the tree. Because the tree takes about two hours to do at least. So Mm -hmm. that helps me. And that's it for recommendations. And I'm going to look outside to see if our interviewer is here. I bet he might be. I just opened the door and look who's here, Rich Master. Good morning, everyone. Um, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, December is the month of charity. And so we were looking for an organization that might need a little help. And we thought Mm -hmm. of you with Neighbor to Neighbor in Mount Vernon. Thank you. Uh, But before I can start, we have a gift for you. I should say from the general store. The podcast is officially sponsored by the Mount Vernon General Store. And all our interviews um, 
our interviewees get a whoopie pie. And Absolutely. You have to Fantastic. take a look. He made a special one. It's he did? pumpkin. Oh. And it's Very in the shape festive. of a heart. So non-traditional. Oh. But definitely Dan. Excellent. Yes. So thank you to the general store for yes, sponsoring. Yes, thank you. And thank, thank you all. You, Rich, and thanks to Dan. Yes. All right. Um, I met you a long time ago. I'm going to tell this story. I know I've told <laughs> it a million times to you, but it's still... I haven't heard made, it. He made a huge impression on me. So we moved to Mount Vernon. Our first event is Spring Gala. We're mm-hmm. so excited. It's kind of a rainy day. And my kids have decorated their bikes for like three days and they have cocktail umbrellas and all kinds of craziness on them and we get down to the inn where you were supposed to line up your bikes to be judged Mm -hmm. and there's rich masters and he's got a clipboard and he's large and in charge did he have a crazy tie on no no no. no. what was that from uh yeah i've done that before he had a raincoat on because it was a little rainy not the perfect spring gala for sure but Mm -hmm. it was our first so we're gonna make the best of it and you were so gregarious you were just (laughs) like get in line kids line up and and people were judging the bikes, and you were yeah. so fun. And get I'm like, fired up. Get fired up. And I'm like, who is this guy? Is he like the mayor? Like, I, mayor, I didn't yeah. know the political structure in right. town yet. I just got here. So I'm like, everybody knows him. And he is like Pied Piper. Children are just like following him. I'm like, I could. So then like an hour later after the parade's over, he's up on stage. And he's the MC of the event. I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy is definitely somebody. He like, is the who mayor. is he? And everybody seemed to know <laughs> you. So I refer to you as the mayor. The mayor. The well, mayor thanks Denver. for that honorary <laughs> title. Um, I would like you to review quickly any and all positions that you've held in town other oh, than sure. the mayor. <laughs> um, well, sure. Um, you know, I like to help out. Um, uh, currently, um, the health officer for the town. I've done that for, I don't know, eight or ten years now. Um, I did a stint as the welfare officer, um, and um, that was interesting because um, these are all volunteer positions. Y- yeah, well, pretty much. There's yeah. a little a tiny little stipend that lots of us that help out with the town functions get it and uh, all that. But um, yeah, uh, essentially yes. So um, that was the welfare thing was kind of interesting because it's an elected position here in Mount Vernon, which is kind of unusual. And nobody was on the ballot. And when I looked at it, and I'm like, wow, you know, maybe that's, that's something I could help out with. So I, put, I called a few friends and said, hey, write me in. And lo and behold, I won by a landslide. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So, uh, had no idea what I was getting into, had no experience on, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer, and that's kind of the opposite side of the brain for me. So, um, but I quickly came up to speed and uh, had a lot of great folks that I, I tapped into at Share and other towns and all that to help me figure out how, how to do this thing. And uh, um, so that was a really fantastic experience for me because I learned that here in our you know, affluent country, affluent state, relatively speaking, and affluent town here, we do have uh, you know, significant pockets of poverty and people that are, are very needy. So um, kind of hidden. Yeah. So um, you know, that was really really interesting. Really uh, enjoyed helping out people there. Um, it's a it's a you know it's a statewide program. All towns have this, and and uh, so I did that for a good number of years, and then I morphed over to the health officer because I have a background in uh, in environmental uh, health and, and and safety and all that stuff. So. Um, you know, I just try to help out wherever I can. Uh, and you're referring to some people have called me the town unofficial town crier for, you know, the uh, upcoming uh, uh, Christmas tree lighting and you know things like yeah. that. If you're so, not there, it's not the same. Uh, mm-hmm. so people thanks. expect to the see voice that. of command, yeah. the countdown by right. Rich Masters to light that tree. <laughs> <laughs> like to help out whenever. Good. I can. Did you ever do a stint as the rec director? Actually, no. That's um, that would be interesting to do. Absolutely. I'm going to nominate you. Yeah. Right. It's much more important than that. I kind of thought you were one of them, though. uh, But you volunteer. I helped out with a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Uh, That stuff. Sure. All right. We like to hear from our uh, interviewees. How did you land in Mount Vernon? Oh yeah. Right. Well, uh, just a brief background. I grew up um, on the East Coast. We moved around quite a bit, mostly in Maryland. And uh, when I was a toddler, my dad built a cabin in, uh, on a lake here in New Hampshire in, uh, in Ringe, and um, just a summer rustic cabin. And I spent uh, some, we were living in Massachusetts at the time, and, and then we moved to Maryland. But 
I always seemed to get back to that cabin at the summer and for either the whole summer when I was a kid often or just a week when I moved out of state and, and to the West Coast. And, but it's just really been a, a, a drawing thing, a real amazing memories there over the years and really wanted to move, you know, pass that forward to my kids as well. So um, after uh, graduating from college, taking a, a job on, in, in California of all places, I'd never even been off the East Coast before. Um, uh, and then, you know, thinking I'd come back East at some point in time, you know, a few years, a couple years, whatever. Um, 18 years later, uh, my wife Nicole and I moved back East and we were trying to figure out where, where to land and uh, near, nearby the cabin was what we really wanted to be. So here we are. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Our luck. <laughs> so been here uh, 20 some years, raised two kids through the school districts and uh, they're off at UNH and doing great. So we really love it here. You're very involved in Boy Scouts too. Yeah. I was a scout leader for many years, uh, you know, uh, Cub Scout uh, and, and Boy Scout down at uh, Troop 22. Love that. Chaplain there. Helped out a lot of uh, the stuff. My, my son, uh, great, great experience for him and for me. That was uh, really wonderful. And I know your son has been part of that too. Love it. Yep. Uh, mostly because people like you. <laughs> Honestly, like I walk in and I'm like, Rich Masters is here. We're golden. We're good. Mm-hmm. Organized. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, All right. So you're uh, Mont Vernon for life. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last thing yes. that we need to know is everything about neighbor to neighbor. Okay. So, well, na- as if we don't know anything about Neighbor to yes. Neighbor, tell us about this organization that you lead, question mark? Yeah, question mark. Chair? I'm one of several and, and uh, happy to say that I was a founder of the organization, if you, you will. Were? So uh, this kind of uh, uh, came out of my experience of getting aware of uh, needy families here in town. And a few of us kind of were chatting one day, I think it was maybe after a scouting event, as a matter of fact, and, and about, you know, maybe there's a better way we can help out some of these folks or some, something just to, for a number of reasons, not just because maybe they're um, struggling financially, which, um, to my surprise, there are a, a good number of folks that are really living on the edge here, and, uh, but also just there's somewhat of a of a poverty of spirit i think and and um you know uh generosity and uh, kindness is something that i think we've kind of maybe moved a, a bit away from and um you know providing a struggling family with some basic needs i think is a really amazing way to as an expression of of hope and generosity and kindness uh, you know, we don't have the budget to lift anybody out of poverty. Um, there's just, you know, some folks that are, are really, really struggling. But we can help out folks in, in you know, short-term things, whether it's, uh, you know, groceries or maybe paying for um, a, a shipment of uh, fuel oil or uh, helping them avoid getting shut off by electricity, uh, those kinds of things. Of, of, basic necessities that folks, you know, just amazing number of folks really struggle with, um, helping that out in a short-term way, maybe providing a referral to someplace where they can get more longer-term assistance if they need it. Um, I think that's kind of helping out families that really need it here in town. And, and, and I think also on the flip side of things, I kind of started getting more of a feeling that our kind of public discourse is is kind of in decline and we're seeing uh, you know less and less of people you know caring for our community and and folks maybe outside of their family or their circle and um you know i as a few examples, so just attending some public meetings, I did that a lot through my career uh, for infrastructure projects or whatnot, and you should see the public discourse is just very uncivil, and, and uh, I don't think there's quite the level of, of respect for folks' dignity and, and their worth as a person as, as maybe it used to be, and acts of kindness and generosity, I think, if we can kind of help foster that and maybe kind of sort of stem the tide on that. On, in, in our, our organizations, it's right here in little Mont Verdon, you know, if we can 
act locally, think globally, whatever that phrase is, um, you know, kind of planted in folks' head that, you know, it's a good thing to do to help out our neighbors. And, uh, uh, and you know, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, that's, those are the kinds of things that really matter. Um, I love this mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had me at Poverty of Spirit. Uh, you are not mm-hmm. just giving help to people. You're helping us be givers. Um, that's important. It's very so, important. Mm-hmm. Right, like you said, outside of your circle, outside right. of your family, look farther. And if we can uh, put that good into town, like, even if it's just our town, right? Yes, right. Uh, that will travel outside of the town, too. Right. So that's an amazing mission. That's a great story. Hope and kindness. That's what Neighbor to Neighbor is all about. That's it, I think, yeah. Uh, I, I think hope you so. nailed it. That was so good. <laughs> Rich, were, you ready? were you just like, what? I know. Oh. I know. It was very well said. Well stated. Thank <laughs> you. So how... Do you get the monies that you need well, to help these people? Really good question. So what we kind of decided from early on is that we wanted this to be a town uh, town effort, a town-led, so that we're, we're relying on the generosity of, of folks here in town, and the the aid that we give out, the assistance we give out, is only for folks here in Mont Vernon. So it's, it's really, it's led by folks in Mont Vernon. It's, it's funded by... Mont Vernon uh, people for the large part, although we've had some grants from other outside organizations. And uh, as you know, may know, the our main fundraiser has been our uh, the the 5K road race mm-hmm. that happens at Spring Gala. That's a big event for us. And uh, over the last few years, we sort of uh, took gradually took that over from a core group of folks that were. Uh, running that uh, early on with the, uh, you know, for supporting the Geisinger family when they had their um, tragic event. And uh, so we've been working hand in hand with them and sort of transitioned over. So it's, it's really a Montford, uh, you know, neighbor to neighbor led event and the, the money comes in to us uh, to help out people here in Mont Vernon. So, um, you know, rely also on uh, individual donations. Uh, folks can donate through our website on PayPal. We've also have some um, donation collection cans in uh, various places here at the library. I think we've got one, uh, and at the general store, and uh, over at town hall. And We're going to add your website yep. to the end notes on the podcast. Uh, you bet. So Thank you. So yeah, and uh, we we do have our, our website website uh, um, neighbor to neighbor and uh, our Facebook uh, page as well, and and I think both of those have a link for. Uh, the PayPal donation form. So particularly here in uh, this end of year where we've got a really good program coming up that we could use some funds for, that would be great if folks could uh, help out with that. So again, we we really want to focus on Mont Vernon um, and the needy families here. And, you know, folks that are donating should know that their donations go directly to helping needy families here in Mont Vernon. And we do have a, some administrative costs, as any nonprofit organization does, but that's funded out of a separate account that a few people donated to specifically to for the operations of our organization. So 100% of any donations go directly to helping needy families here in town. Um, how do these families... Uh get a hold of you so like mm-hmm. the electric bill the heat right. i'm really worried they contact you directly or do they go through Lori at town hall so we get uh, referrals from a number of sources um you know we again folks see our, our our website where we have contact information and facebook page word of mouth obviously um we do have also on the the town website is a link to our website from there um often we'll get calls from uh, the folks at Town Hall or from the church or from other organizations or just from some other neighbor that knows that somebody's struggling. Um, and that's quite often how we, we learn about these situations, uh, work with the, the folks on you know, what their needs are, how we can help, um, and all that. So uh, a few examples, uh, you know, re- recently we had, we helped a, a neighbor here in town with uh, repairing the leak in their roof last year, which was um, a really good uh, situation uh, for us to help out with. Um, and uh, the other thing that we try to do um, both in uh, summer and over winter break at the schools is um, help out with 
Families that are on the free and reduced lunch program at the school, these are families that have pre-qualified for, for this assistance, so we know they're needy. Um, you know, it's a confidential thing, so we work with the uh, school nurses to get a number, a head count, and then we um, ask them to distribute uh, market basket gift cards to these families because over these breaks, their kids are not receiving um, you know, the lunches at the cafeteria. So their grocery bills are going to be increasing. And so, you know, helping out with their groceries, particularly over the holidays when their grocery bills can be, you know, pretty high. Um, we found that to be a, a really good program. I can't tell you some of the responses that we've gotten from some of these folks. This one woman sent me an email about how when she saw the envelope in her kid's backpack and opened it up and saw the, the grocery gift card, she just broke down in tears. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's, that's just really gratifying and, and we're glad to be a part of something like that, an, an act of kindness on, on that. So thanks to all the donors that have made those kinds of good moments uh, possible. At Rich, this is perfect timing. I'm so glad you came in today. We're going to push this out, this episode out in the next three days. So <laughs> we're hoping that people connect with you uh, through the website or the Facebook page is the best way for donors to you get bet. to you. Yep. And maybe at uh, tree lighting, mm -hmm. um, are you, you're making an appearance. Uh, so. It looks like yes, I am. For sure. Thank and you, Amy. Thank you. It sounds thank like you. Breakfast with Santa might be able to help out too and pop something up. So sure. we will do anything we can to get the word out. And yeah. we appreciate it. Santa is definitely going to get you an awesome presents. You know, frankly, <laughs> one of our struggles is, is, is making people aware. This is perfect for this, because making people aware that we're here. Well, because we it's not help. something you just like blast out there you know right. but you want people to know and because uh, certainly there's people in town who could support yeah. neighbor to neighbor easily if they knew about it so you we're bet. hoping mm -hmm. all our podcast people thank you i do hear the bells starting to mm -hmm. ring it's almost 10 o'clock okay someone's at the door we're going to do our speed round question this <laughs> is the fun part oh boy ready, ready? Yep. ding <laughs> last book that you've read oh my goodness so uh, i don't want to go into a lot of detail here but <laughs> I wish I re could read more books, but I, I, know. Um, I have I'm my regular gig and then I uh, working gig and I'm also uh, uh, teaching at Southern New Hampshire University and I find my That's evenings fun. are just <laughs> chock-a-block full of grading papers and whatnot. So I, well, I'm lucky if I grab a National Ge Geographic to read you know, like half, okay. half an article be important. before right. I go to bed. but. I love Bill Bryson. I saw on your the last pod, yes. podcast that you talked, you plugged his new book, and I really want to do that the after body. this term ends. I've got it on audio. You can just put it on awesome. your car. You don't yeah, even have there to There you go. That and that'll make you feel better. Fantastic. Don't feel bad Thank because you. you're helping. <laughs> All right. All right. Ding. All right. Ding. All right. Favorite holiday tradition? Oh, my goodness. So many. Um, geez, yeah, you know, how do you pick one? I don't know. So, you know. Thanksgiving dinner has, has been something that's just resonated for me since I was a little kid because we got together with my mom's family. Every year is a huge gathering. All my cousins that I hadn't seen since maybe the last year or so, and aunts and uncles. So just, just being a part of a family tradition of that. Uh, we're a bit away from my family that lives down south, but we have... Uh, uh, an adopted family, if you will, here that invites us over every year for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and it, and we just uh, we just eat it up, and it's just wonderful. So that's great. Of course, all the things around uh, Christmas, you know, we have little uh, unique things that we do with uh, you know the stocking stuffers and whatnot. But anyway, thanks th Thanksgiving's coming up here, and that's that's uh, good answer. Can't good wait answer. for oh. that. All right, me too. Ding. Okay, ding ding. Um, secret talent. Oh, secret You talent. must have one. Gosh, I don't know. So, hang gliding. Uh, what? Bungee jumped. <laughs> uh, uh, ski I patrol for uh, 13 years in California. That was so much fun. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if those are talents. but That I just, is. I don't fun. have any of those things. Yeah. I don't have it. Very <laughs> good. Ding. Ding. Best Christmas cookie. Oh, gosh. Um, so many though, but I just you know we uh, tradition at my ha uh, household from when I was growing up and also now here is these you know sugar cookies that you can decorate with all kinds of you know stocking and frosting and all that. Oh, we yep. used to eat those things up. Like, Don't be surprised if it doesn't show up on oh. your door. I know that's very good. <laughs> very good. Right, okay, and our last thing is yes. your favorite. 
Christmas carol and maybe we would sing it. Oh, <laughs> good lord. You know, That's not is, a song. All right, so <laughs> to full disclosure here, like we talked about as I came in, I am not in Christmas mode yet. <laughs> I'm going to help you. I'm here to help you. Yes, what thanks. is your favorite I'm, Christmas carol? So I, you Spill know, it. I, I don't even know if I can think about it till after Thanksgiving, but... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Name name three and I'll pick the best Dashing. one. Uh, Dashing through the snow. No, Jingle bells. No, no, um, yeah, Good King wants this one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be embarrassing. Silent night. Oh, yes. oh we can't have you. that for a that's, singer. That's not a carol. Is it a carol? I guess it's a carol. I mean, that's. Have a, a holly jolly Christmas. So uh, here's here's what I'll tell you. I have been endeared since an early age to. John Denver and the Muppets. Oh, okay. That Christmas show when I was a kid was so fantastic. And I got the CD, and that is my go to music. I wish we had money for copyrighted music so we could play that right now, but we don't. (laughs) We know what you're talking about. All right, I do hear the town bells now. It is officially 10 o'clock and time to open the library. Happy holidays, everybody. Be sure to stop into the library. Good cheer, and we'll see everybody next year. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. We thought it was over, but we're back. Surprise. Surprise. A quick note. There was so much happening in December that we forgot to mention two really important events. What are they? Uh, The Messiah is on Saturday, December 7th. The Messiah Sing? Yes, the Messiah Sing. I don't have the poster in front of me. (laughs) Uh, This is a must-see event at the Mont Vernon Congregational Church right on Main Street. Do you ever go, Bonnie? I have been multiple times. It's moving. It kicked off the season. I love it. I might cry sometimes. Uh, Me too. I just Mm -hmm. love it. Um, It starts at 7 o'clock on Saturday, but go a little bit early so you can get a parking spot and a seat. Mm -hmm. Um, Free admission, but donation is recommended to keep that whole event going forever and ever. And they have a second showing on Sunday, December 8th, and that's at 4 o'clock. So I don't know what time the Patriots are playing. I don't even care. I don't care either. No, Messiah should be the priority that day. (laughs) It's a beautiful experience, and they have a new director this year, so I'm excited to see if there are any. Is it a female again? Yes. Oh, any new changes. Okay, so we neglected to mention that, although we did mention it last month, so hopefully people have marked it on their calendar. And then the reason for the season, um, (laughs) again, at the Mott Vernon Congregational Church, they are going to have Christmas Eve services? Yes. Anybody can go, right? Oh, anybody can go. 7 o'clock on Christmas Eve. It's very lovely, and I believe afterwards they might have cookies if you want to you know, have a little Christmas cheer with someone, have a cookie. It's a, it's a pretty service, and it's a beautiful church. So. Live tree, too, right? A big live tree. Live magical tree. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So those are our end notes. Sorry to forget. We had a lot to talk about today. So hopefully you will add this in, and season's greetings. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye. <laughs>